Hello and welcome to All Round Mind with Primark. This is where we dive into our favourite celebrities' home that they actually let us through the front door. I'm Arielle Free. And I'm George Lawton and you're joining us from our cosy studio home and we're inviting you all round. So what are you waiting for? Come on in. Uh, before we get to our guest today, I have been doing a bit of a shimmy shake up in the flat, you know, <laughs> just trying to sort things out yeah. and I feel like I need to make somewhat of a confession. Oh, this is going to be good. What's this all about? What would you say you've got the most of in your house? Um, I've got four garlic presses, which, uh, hands in the air, that's an excessive number of garlic presses. I think I've acquired them throughout the years from from uni and then come back home with the parents and they've also had like two garlic presses. So now we've got... So basically you've just been stealing other people's garlic presses. Pretty much, but we're delaying here, aren't we, Ariel? Because there's clearly something that you want to get off your chest. Well, I have 47 disco balls and I feel like that's a problem. <laughs> that's even worse I than feel like garlic that's, presses. Is that excessive for like the standard requirement of disco balls at home? I'd say one or two too many. Okay. Hmm. It's just a bit of effort, isn't it, to try and like sell them? I'll tell you what, or, like... should we do a trade? How, how many garlic presses have you got? Um... I think one, All like right. most normal people. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, in that case, I can give you a couple of garlic presses. And, I don't uh, need more than one garlic press. Oh, everyone needs more than one. What if one's in the dishwasher? No, I feel like what I'm going to do is give everyone a mirror ball when we're allowed to like have people round. I'll give them as a gift, parting gift. Okay. So as an experience of coming to my disco tinge flat. All right. No? Fine. Uh, well, uh, enough about us, Ariel. Uh, it's time to take a sneak peek around our next guest's home. And I'm so excited as we have the wonderful Munro Bergdorf joining us. Yes, Munro Bergdorf, prominent social activist and model who was last year named by British Vogue as one of the 25 most influential women in the country, which also included George, uh, not sure if you heard these names, but Rihanna and the Queen. Uh, do ring a bell, uh, but time for us to have a snoop around our activism queen's home. Hello, it's Monroe, and I'm going to give you a tour of my apartment. <laughs> so as you first come in, we've got my little porch on the right where you can hang all of your clothes, all of your coats, all of your shoes, stack them up, stack them up. And then you go straight forward and then I've got a little altar. I'm very spiritual, so I like to have all of my crystal space in the door to attract goodness, prosperity, the good vibes, all of the good stuff. And we've got different crystals on here like labradorite, like tourmaline, selenite, rose quartz, all of like the the core crystals of my personality. And then we've also got a statue of Aphrodite, a statue of Eve. We've got uh, Mother Mary. And I guess I'm very inspired by the divine feminine, obviously from transitioning. It's an energy that I've always drawn power from and that I resonate with. So, and then you go right into my kitchen. I love French um, Rococo. Uh, stop chewing, sorry. I'm going to be telling my dogs off throughout this recording. Um, and then we got, yeah, a big gold mirror, which is very French Renaissance. I love like the Palace of Versailles interior, all of the gold, very regal, very royal. My kitchen, again, has lots of like gold accents. Um, we got candelabras everywhere. A candelabra, I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, I think it's candelabras. And then, yeah, I love skulls as well. So we got lots of skull ornaments. I'm very in, like kind of inspired by Gothic interior as well. Um, and snakes. I love snakes. And then as you go into the living room, I got a huge 
blue couch. I didn't actually mean to order this couch this big, but it came and thank God it fits. But it's actually the biggest couch that I've ever seen in my entire life. So um, that's amazing for movies. Haven't had anybody sit on it yet, apart from me and the dogs and the cats. On the walls, there are lots of movie posters about movies that have made a big impact on my life, like Paris is Burning. It's very trans heavy and it's the first time that I saw trans representation in in film that I could relate to. Um, Then we've got Alice in Wonderland. Okay, so we're going to go through to the hallway and we've got opposite the altar we've got a poster of Megan Fox and Jennifer's Body because I think it is an amazing film super underrated and then we've got Death Becomes Her which is obviously the campus film known to uh, humans <laughs> um, and then we've got Angelica Houston in The Witches Again, kind of going, still going with all of the gold motifs throughout the hallway. And then we've got my two bedrooms, which are very different from each other. The guest room has a huge painting of Ophelia. Uh, it's a copy, obviously, because it's such a legendary painting. And opposite it, I've got a massive gold mirror so I can see it reflected because it hangs over the bed where I sleep. And then you come into my bedroom and I've got a huge gold mirror ball hanging from the ceiling. I've got a huge dresser, which has got all my perfumes on. I'm a bit of a perfume addict. I love Chanel. And then next door, We've got my dressing room, which needs a lot of work still. I've been here 10 months, but I'm also writing a book. So it's kind of taken second fiddle uh, at the moment. It's just (laughs) hangers and hangers of clothes um, that I need to go through and donate because I'm not going to wear all of that. But that's pretty much it. That's a little overview. Um, Yeah. Welcome, Monroe. <laughs> Hello. Hi, how are you doing? I mean, what a tour. I feel like I know every nook and cranny of your home now. Oh, thank you. I mean, it's got a lot of work that still needs to be done. But yeah, I'm writing a book, as I said. So it's kind of, I've been doing it in between breaks. Well, I feel like 10 months is not actually that long to be somewhere and be completely like done. Yeah. It takes ages. <laughs> it does take ages. And I kind of had to really like, I wanted to curate it. And there was so much that I owned that I threw out. And I moved here in the middle of the pandemic. So, I mean, all the rules have gone out the window. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know what we're doing at the moment. So I think I've done pretty well considering So in your process of throwing things out, is there anything in particular that you were like, you know what, just don't need this anymore? Well, I mean, so much. Like, my mum is a little bit of a hoarder in terms of, like, she's not, like, dirty or anything. <laughs> it's not like you know, those crazy, like, hoarding shows, but she just doesn't like to throw things out. Yeah. And she's, like, mm. attaches sentimentality to anything. <laughs> yeah. And, like, there's just so much that I just accumulated. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll use this one day. Or, you know, I got this, you know, at this random seaside town on that random day with that ex-boyfriend. And I just needed, like, <laughs> just get rid of so much stuff. Well, I want to go back to the beginning of the tour because uh, the the minute we walk into your home, uh-huh. we see an altar by the front door mm-hmm. next to where people can hang their coats and their shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you mentioned there that you're very spiritual and you've got lots of different things on this altar. Is that yeah. something that's really important to you for when you first arrive home that's like, OK, that's me, I'm home now? Yeah, it's so important. This is really like my sanctuary. 
Yeah. And my, my job can be quite volatile. Like I can end up in, you know, the, the press sometimes and it's really, really difficult to, you know, emotionally. So I really want a space where I can just, you know, I feel empowered and I feel like it's a safe space for me, for yeah. my animals and the outside world doesn't exist as much when I'm in my space. And it just reminds you of who you are, you know. Um, I don't really understand like minimalism. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of, I, I want like to see my personality reflected in my surroundings. And For I really sure. feel like this space does that. Definitely from what you've like given us an insight to throughout the whole home. Yeah, it does. It just, it's, it's, it's like a common theme that runs throughout the place, but each room is kind of different. I've got like lots of references to magic all the way throughout the house and yeah. um, to the earth. And it's it's very connected, I feel. And one thing that, that reflects your personality a lot is, I guess, all your crystals that you've got throughout your, yeah, your home. Yeah, I'm a bit obsessed. <laughs> yeah, but I want to know how I get crystals that match my personality because you're saying you've got one specifically mm. for your personality. Like, do you, like, how do I go around? Because I've got rose quartz on at the moment, but I've got it on because... Yeah. I quite like that it's quite nice and a necklace. <laughs> yeah, rose quartz is great for self-love as well. Okay. And, um, you know, connecting with your inner inner being. And it's also very good for, like, sex and things like that. Mm. Um, Fabulous! <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but then some crystals, I've got kyanite in my bedroom, which is great for lucid dreaming because I'm, I've always been a very strong dreamer and wow. draw inspiration from my dreams and put it into my work. And then labradorite is great for trans transformative periods and periods of change so I put that by the door so whenever I leave or come back in it I connect with the crystal so oh. it's really just like you need to like research about what each yeah. crystal does and then put it in a place in your house that it connects with that purpose I've only recently learned about the char- like the charging them in the film and I'm like love this yeah I you've love- got to charge them or you can bury them in soil if Ooh. you've got a garden no yeah or you can cleanse them with palo santo or sage so you really do know things. your stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've been studying like, you know, witchcraft and like spirituality since I was like 11. I never really was very interested in like, you know, normal religions or like major, the big three or whatnot. Yeah. Um, it was it's always been about witchcraft, much to my parents' dismay. <laughs> <laughs> this is all very good to know, though, because when I was younger, I sort of collected rocks and crystals that basically, I mean, I just thought looked really cool. Yeah. And I've still got a, a drawer in my in my bedroom at home which is just full of all of these these rocks but I feel like I now need to go through I do I need to get them out and start you know recharging them and all sorts did you collect um that thing called treasures of the earth no what was no it was like that was my introduction there was Mm. this like it probably doesn't exist now but like there was this subscription magazine called treasures of the earth and like you got like different crystals every week or something oh I'd have loved that and I used to like obsessively organize them and then it just kind of turned to like a a bit more of an obsession and now I've got like giant like (laughs) giant clumps of crystals around my television and stuff that I get off Etsy that I spend way too much money (laughs) (laughs) this sounds exactly like me I mean, they're still sort of nicely presented in drawers with tissue paper and stuff. How cute. <laughs> I want to talk a bit more about like the, the other ornate stuff that you have, because it sounds like you, mm. you've, you've mentioned that like, the Palace of Versailles is a real place of interior that you love. You mentioned a lot of gold, a lot of ornate mm. items, but then you also have a lot of pets, which terrifies me that there's a lot <laughs> of ornate items in your flat and pets running wild. Are they good around your decor? They are. I mean... 
I, I'm actually surprised that more stuff hasn't been broken. <laughs> the only time that something got broken was like an ornamental mushroom. <laughs> now you can kind of tell about the kind of person that. <laughs> and um, yeah, my cat just got neutered and she had this big cone on her head oh, and she jumped no. up and she forgot she had it on and it smashed everywhere. But she, I think it kind of gave her the spooks after that because she's been really well behaved after that. But like, apart from that, nothing really. They're all really, really good. There is one thing we have to settle because uh-huh. um, I think I'm wrong in how I say this, uh-huh. but you mentioned that you have a lot of, no, I would say candelabras. Okay. But you say... Uh, candelabra. Candelabras. <laughs> but George, I, I, you, I'd say something completely different. What do you say? I'd say candelabra. So yeah. I, I think you might be right in this situation. Candelabras. Candelabra sounds, yeah. sounds right, doesn't it? Candelabra. I do say candelabra sometimes, but I was also calling the gruffalo the gruffalo <laughs> until the other day. So I don't know. I wouldn't take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone listening, uh, the Gruffalo will now be uh, termed the Gruffalo from the this Gruffalo. moment forward. I quite like that. He has a more of a regal edge to him. That is what it, it is, does. actually. You just Gruffalo. want to make the, the Gruffalo a little <laughs> bit Gruffalo. more regal. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many candelabras do you have? Oh, my God, I don't know. Um, probably, oh, my God, I actually don't know. Probably about 12. <laughs> And are they all housing candles? They are all housing candles apart from the ones that I've, I had. Um, I had like a little night to myself the other night and I kind of like burnt them all. Um, and then <laughs> one of them needs replacing. But yeah, they've all pretty much got candles in them. The idea of all of your candelabras uh, burning at the same time with all of your pets right. around is is spooking me out a little bit, not going to lie. <laughs> They're really, really good. I've really raised them very well because I've been here all the time and I got them all yeah. during lockdown. So they've all, they're all like very good about, you know, not knocking things over and they all know what fire is and they don't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're not trying to like, you know, make out with the candelabras. <laughs> Any scented candles in the candelabras? I'm up, no, not not in the candelabras or candelabras or whatever they're called, but <laughs> this is going to bother me now. I'm going to go straight and look. I know, well, I'm just keeping quiet with my version of candelabras. Monroe, have you got your laptop? Can we settle this? Because otherwise I just feel like we're not going to be able to move right, on. Should I do it on my phone? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try Siri, hang on. How do you... Cand- hey, Siri, how do you pronounce candelabra? Does that candelabra. Uh, <laughs> well, there we have it. <laughs> we've settled it. Oh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of upset. It's yeah, but now candelabra. we've got to say it how Siri says it, which is candelabra. Yes, <laughs> but I am obsessed with scented candles. Not in the can, not in the candelabras, though. <laughs> okay, what what scents have we got going on? I love diptyque bays. That's my favourite mm. one. I went to the Maldives um, once, and um, it, I think they had like a really big one burning, and it was like the nicest one it just reminds me of that but I don't know I've got lots of like not so expensive ones that I just burn on a day-to-day basis to try and keep the house smelling nice because obviously got five animals so <laughs> <laughs> um so we I'm here for all the sense but I also love the fact that you have like the posters of your favorite movies on your wall yeah yeah I'm I'm, I'm really into movies and obviously I, I had <laughs> I didn't have any friends when I was a, <laughs> when I was a kid so I spent all my time watching movies pretty much well, I mean, they're quite varied. Now, Death Becomes Her, here for it, one of my favourite films ever. Mm. I've not seen it. Have you not? No. I'm not totally uncultured, though, because I do know Alice in Wonderland, okay. which is one of your uh, <laughs> <Yes>. posters. <laughs> so. I'd be concerned if you didn't, though, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but I like that also because you've mentioned that you quite like uh, like gothic interior. And yeah. I would say that the witch's poster probably ties into that because I find that poster of Angelica Houston terrifying just because <laughs> I found that film terrifying when I was younger. For sure. No, me too. I had many nightmares. But then as I got older, I kind of just thought she was really fierce. And yeah. like the Grand High Witch, when she comes in, she's got the cape and then she takes off her wig and then she takes off her face and then her actual like form comes through and I was like okay well that's that's amazing (laughs) and you've also mentioned Ophelia um Uh as one big painting there would you say that you are an art lover I think so I like I like paintings and I like works that like really make me that are really immersive Mm. and I've always just really been drawn to this painting I'm looking at it now I'm sat in my guest room now and it's I don't know, it's like very dramatic. Obviously she's in water and she's fully dressed in like what looks like couture and she's covered in flowers and her hair's all like moving in the water. It's, I don't know, I think it's really like a really immersive painting. But yeah, I'm I'm really into art. I love like all different kinds of art. I've got a lot of like neon art by a, an artist friend of mine called Thomas Webb that's in my um, living room. And yeah, it's all, it's all, it all kind of like ties together, really. Everything's kind of got an art twist to it. Love that. It almost sounds like you've got your own personal gallery space in your uh, in your house. Oh my god, I wish eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're you're a creator of art, Ariel. You've got a stack of fifty-two mirrorballs <laughs> in the corner of your room. Forty-seven. Oh, talking about mirrorballs, though, you've got a gold one. I've got two actually. Where does one? So I've got the. <laughs> you are bulbs. so jealous. I know. Do you know what? I don't get jealous easily. But when I heard about gold disco balls, yeah, George, it's a, you it's laugh. A rose, like... It's a rose gold <gasps> disco ball. Hello. Yeah. You know, that's even up the ante because I love rose gold. It's really sexy. Yeah. It hangs like just at the foot, like obviously on the ceiling, but at the foot of my bed. Does it rotate? It doesn't. I thought that that would be a Mm. bit much just (laughs) because, I don't know, I kind of had to envision of me like bringing someone home and then putting on the mirror ball and then the motor just like taking up all of the space in the room. (laughs) I don't have any of mine hanging. So you not only have rose gold disco balls, but you also have them hanging, whereas mine are just piled on top of each other because I can't... Oh, you need to put them up. I know, but I can't do DIY. I'm rubbish. I'm getting there, but I... I have those like fake walls, you know, like they're not actually like can hold a lot of weight. So yeah. I need to, but I'm so jealous of your rose gold. I've got balls. a black I... one in the living room <gasps> as well. Hang on, a black mirror ball? Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. What? That I is know. fantastic. How does that work? Well, I mean, it's black. So it'll still be, <laughs> but it'll still be shiny, right? So it's, it's still shiny. Have yeah, that it doesn't. It doesn't really kind of like reflect like a silver mirror ball does, but it kind of like Twinkle. when you've got all of like the lights down low, it mm. kind of just looks like quite iridescent. Wow. I mean, yeah. you just totally like, just like, yeah, rained in my parade of disco balls. <laughs> <laughs> You've got 47, I don't think I so. <laughs> Do you know what? They were for a party that I was meant to put on and then lockdown happened and I never, I've just not been able to get rid of them. <laughs> you don't have to tell us why. Just embrace the fact that you've got no, 47 yeah, mirrors. all done on purpose. <laughs> I think there, it was pretty fab. Well, yeah, you should put them in the toilets. <gasps> oh, but I have them in my naughty corner, which is where my decks and my like neon lighting and like my drinks trolley is because that's okay. the party corner. It's just no one's allowed to come around and party. <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to go to your haven of work because yes. um, it's your dressing room, right? Where you're currently writing your book. 
I'm writing my book actually in my living room. I've got okay. like a dining living room situation, but my my dressing room is very much in progress. I couldn't work in there right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your your dressing room sounds like it's it's quite the state. Are you, are you looking forward to sorting it out? Or? I really am, but <laughs> it's it's difficult because with the nature of my job, we get sent quite a lot of stuff, and mm. I don't wear half the stuff that I'm sent but I need to like go through it all and it's still so much as in boxes um and I need to figure out what to donate what to keep what to give to friends what to like you know do with everything and it's kind of a little bit stressful I just kind of keep that door shut at the moment (laughs) and just walk past it and just pretend that it doesn't exist um but I hand in my book at the I think in two months so um yeah I'm looking forward to just getting going with that have you kind of created a kind of perfect setup? Because they say like some people like having their desk in front of a window. Some people yes. need to have specific like height chairs. And they mm. like, I like to stand like with to my stand. laptop. Yeah. Do yeah. you? Yeah, I've got a wobble board. So but you're I... a DJ, aren't you? So you're probably <laughs> used to that. I mean, it's quite excessive. Okay. <laughs> so what's what's your working from home setup then, Munro? So I'm I'm really lucky. So I'm overlooking um, quite a lot of water, and it's it's quite a nice view. So I just kind of plonk myself um, on my dining room table, just like look out onto the river and just like with the water just kind of like moving just makes me feel like I don't know like I'm connected to something Hmm. and it's like when you're spending so much time at home on your own just I don't know looking at the water and seeing it move just doesn't I don't know just kind of like makes me feel a little less alone yeah have you always felt that sort of connection to water I think so yeah I moved to Brighton for university when I was 19 and then um before that I spent a lot of time in Florida um at my grandma's house and she lived by the water so yeah I've always, it's always kind of been there which is nice mm. and just kind of like connects me I don't know I'm not even a water sign I'm an earth sign but I guess we need the water, don't we? Yeah. Does that maybe have some sort of connection to the fact that you have a huge blue couch, which you... Ah, Maybe. Okay. Maybe. The way you described it... This couch is obscene. (laughs) (laughs) It's so obnoxious. I just, like, I didn't mean to order it this big. (laughs) Is it just one of those typical things you ordered it online, didn't quite do the measurements properly? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm not... I didn't take after my dad. My dad's a carpenter and he's very good with measurements and I did not get that from him. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I just kind of did a guesstimate and it came and it was huge. They couldn't actually get it into the elevator, even in, like, bits, so they had to carry it up five floors. They weren't happy about that. Give us an idea of scale here, because are we talking like, you know, you can easily sprawl across it with the entirety of your of your farmyard uh, <laughs> yeah I mean I, I think you could sprawl across it like I think you could fit about four people sprawled across it amazing and, and the animals wow mm, the perfect gathering couch I'm and kind of, yeah great for watching movies as well it's oh really gosh. good for watching movies yes mm. but it sounds I feel like that's like a good setup as long as you're like not like me and just like fall asleep every two seconds <laughs> well you're welcome to fall asleep on my couch any day oh Monroe <laughs> I'm gonna take you off on that invitation I feel like that's such a lovely setup I can see it we've got the black mirror ball in the corner all the pets big massive sofa maybe yeah. some popcorn we've got, got, a, little, popcorn. We got a little foot rest um I'm I love the butter kiss popcorn oh, yes. oh no you're but just being fancy put, now putting a little bit of like salt in there as well 
See, no, no, there's no mixing salt and sweeted. What? No, Always. it has but, never. I'm, how dare you? It's either one of the other folks. No, no it's no, not. You need to mix it. You need to mix it. The sweet and salt combo no, is the best. No, just keep with a salty popcorn. No, 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 I had some gin and tonic flavoured popcorn over no, Christmas. No, oh, you're no. taking it too far. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie to you. Uh, wasn't great. Wasn't great. <laughs> that is just something where they've tried to shoehorn in gin and tonic into something. Like, there was just, no one asked for that. No, no one asked for that. Um, we need to talk about your fashion because you've got loads and loads of hangers in your dressing room that you just close the door to, but you obviously need to wear um, yeah. clothes. Um, although I know lockdown's <laughs> been very different for a lot of us, so I don't know, maybe you've taken to not wearing clothes in lockdown. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm pretty much living in sweats and free t-shirts right now. Yes. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I've got like me. lots of track suits. They're all very comfortable. Um, but then I've got like staple bits and bobs that I'm kind of keeping if I need to go on like Zoom if I'm on video or whatnot. Mm. Um, but then if I'm doing a shoot and whatnot, like the the odd shoot that I can still do, then that's styled for me. So I don't, re- I can just turn up in my, in my joggers really. <laughs> it's actually been really, really nice to not actually have to worry about throwing <laughs> looks all the time. Would you say you've got one particular item of clothing that you always go to? Were you like a good pair of jeans, girl? Is it a bag or shoes? Are we talking now or are we talking in general? I think like... Maybe in general, and if it's changed because of lockdown, because I was such a high heel wearer, but I just don't yeah. wear heels now in lockdown at all. Now I'm like, changed my shoe, my high heel obsession to trainer's obsession. I think for lockdown, I was very much like a dresses kind of girl. Like I, I love like a good dress, like a mm. good statement dress, and then I'll build everything else around that. But since lockdown, I think I'm more concerned with coats. Ooh. Yeah, since the weather turned, like I'm Makes I'm really sense. into like faux fur coats. I got a really nice green one that I got the other day from Shrimps and it's gorgeous. It's got like a really nice kind of Victorian collar, but then it's like bright luminous green. <laughs> I love that for when you're walking the dog. I was about mm. to say walking the dog attire. That's that's the one opportunity to dress up at the minute, isn't it? Pretty much. Mm. That's it. That's like the extent of my social life. <laughs> <laughs> and have you been doing much uh, much online shopping over the past few months oh or God, is it yeah <laughs> <laughs> haven't we all haven't way we too all? much it's mainly on interiors though yes. i just wanted to get I, when i moved here i was like i'm just gonna spend my money on making a really nice space for myself i don't want really anything else apart from the animals and you know they're part of it as well they've all got their own little beds and stuff kind of like placed throughout the house um <laughs> there's these like two cute little cat ear beds that i've got <gasps> in the front room wow. um that's underneath the dresser so they've got the little like nook and cranny bits and bobs which oh, is really that. cute yeah do they have their own fashion items as well? <laughs> They've got their clothes, yeah. A lot of them don't have any fur. So I've got two naked cats and two naked dogs. And then one of the other dog has, um, um, she's got fur, so, but she still has her own little like kind of jumpers and stuff like that. But yeah, they're, they're all like, they're really cute. <laughs> But um, I feel like naked cats get quite a hard time because my friend's got a naked cat, but they still, when you stroke them, feel soft. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They kind of feel um, a little bit like if you rub your eyelid, they feel a little <laughs> bit like that. 
Um, oh, I'm no we're both now <laughs> rubbing our eyelids. <laughs> You've just said both that tears to rub our eyelids, haven't rubbed you? Our eyelid. And yeah, okay, I get that. Yeah, that's quite smooth. Oh, I've got quite a nice soft eyelid. Yeah, I never, could do that for a while. never noticed that. <laughs> they feel I like that. One of them's got a winter coat, so they get like a little bit of fur during the winter, just to kind of oh. keep them a little bit. But what the, the other one's got absolutely no fur whatsoever. She feels um, just really, really like a like a baby, really. Oh, mm. I love it. Mm. Do they help the process of you writing your book? Do you find because they're quite. I I honestly feel like I would have lost my mind if I hadn't have gotten them. <laughs> they're incredible. They're they're amazing. But it's very much like the right time that you get them. You know, I think it's like, you know, when it's the right time to get a dog. And yeah, I got three. <laughs> I'm not really sure what I was thinking. It might have been lockdown mania. But at the same time, I can't imagine my life without them now. But you don't do things by halves anymore. That's why we love you. No. It's like, it's either cool, like, oh, My parents hard were to go not home. impressed. <laughs> no, I'm with you. If you're going to go for it, just go all in. I've always wanted to just feel a bit like a Disney princess with them. Oh, you know, like, yes. When she's like walking through her, like, through her um, boudoir or whatnot, and yeah. all of the animals are like singing to her, right? That's kind of <laughs> me, apart from they're all just like meowing and woofing. <laughs> <laughs> Any more animals on the horizon? I know you're a oh big snake God. fan. Um, I, I won't. I won't say no, but right mm. now, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, I can't until I've got someone else to pick up the poo and help me with it. You know, if I if I can like rope a guy in to try and like you know <laughs> pick everything up before I wake up, that's that would be great. <laughs> um, George is about to move into his own place mm. And we've been asking people for some tips So maybe yes. the tip is to get four pets Instantly <laughs> the minute you you arrive Why not? Uh, um, well, I mean, I had practice Because I grew up with like 15 pets No so, way Yeah, I, wow. had, I had everything I had um, giant millipedes I had giant African snails I had hissing cockroaches Sticking insects Oh sex, my god it was it was it was literally a bush tucker trial inside the house <laughs> it was yeah so i've 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 always been around um animals and so like kind of having five isn't really a big deal for me but yeah i would say you know just make it your own like put your personality around it like um, all, all throughout the house yeah a gold yeah goldfish Goldfish mm. start with a goldfish that's all. <laughs> yeah. work my way up maybe get a tamagotchi <laughs> Yes. Ah, okay. Tamagotchi. You don't know what that is, do you? I do know what oh a Tamagotchi God. is. Ariel <laughs> I just Free. showed my age, Ariel. No, I, in every picture from when I'm like nine and ten years old, you will see hanging around my neck a bright pink Tamagotchi with a yellow border. And I was so proud of that pet. I honestly kept my Tamagotchi for alive way, like a lot really? longer than was ever like acceptably cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll have a Tamagotchi. I'll get a goldfish. Um, and, and I feel like I should, I should, have some crystals as well yes for someone new to the crystal game uh how do you suggest that i sort of pick up on that i would say maybe go with your birthstone okay Mm. okay um i think that would be a good way of like connecting with like your basic needs as whatever star sign you are but Mm -hmm. also like maybe research like the properties of different crystals and like think about what you would like more of like if it's prosperity or if it's like focus or if it's self-love or if sexual sexual potency you know (laughs) like maybe just identify like something like that you would like that you're desiring and then go for the crystal that you know brings that out of the energy in your space that sounds like a very good suggestion i think i've got some further reading to do yes yes yeah it's it's a journey with crystals i feel 
And you can get creative with them. You can put them in your bath. You can put them under your pillow. And I'm always pulling crystals out of weird places. <laughs> <laughs> now, Monroe, we've obviously heard all about your space and how you've put your own mark on it. But I, I guess what we'd like to know is what home really means to you. Home is a sanctuary. It's um, a safe space. It's It's a space where... I don't know. I, I like to think that it's an extension of me, but at the same time, it's, you know, um, a projection of who I want to be. I think it's like constant evolution. It's, I think it's just like, it's endless possibilities really, isn't it? Like you, mm. you put your own stamp on a space because it's um, it helps you grow, but then you're also growing it. Yeah, I like that that term, constant evolution, because we do constantly change our homes and abodes like, as we grow up and yeah. as we go through For life, sure. don't we? And I, I think, never really thought know, of it like that. Just have fun with it. Um, I don't know. I think that so many people like limit their taste level or they, they think, oh, I shouldn't really do that because it's too garish. And I don't know, I've got lots of stuff that's like, I mean, I've got like lamps that have snakes wrapped around them and like <laughs> <laughs> lamps that are made out of like, that are shaped like skulls and stuff like that. And I don't know, I just think, just have fun with it. Like I want did my um, house to look a bit like a like a camp 80s movie and it, it definitely <laughs> um, looks like yeah, that yes. <laughs> just do what makes you happy i love absolutely. it absolutely well thank you so much Munro, for coming on all around mine with primark and telling us about your place it's Thanks been so lovely me. i feel like you really like welcomed us into your home i can visualize every like i say nook and cranny yeah. oh you guys um, are welcome around anytime well i'm gonna take you up on that offer on the you big blue sofa <laughs> absolutely once miss rona's gone <laughs> yes miss <laughs> True. Um, and when is your book coming out? My book comes out this October. It's called Transitional. Amazing. I can't wait to read it. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much today. Thank you, Monroe. Thanks, Monroe. See you later. Bye. Make sure you join us next time when it is all round Ricky Wilson's 